Hi, this is Emma, and I wasn't sure if the stream recording was working, but it was, and so welcome to my show. This is Sync, a show dissecting the music and what it means to support media, and how media also supports music and artists. So I hope you enjoy. Much love. Here's a little bit of history about why I decided to start this show. I worked at a music supervision firm, and it was unbelievable. It changed my life. It is now something I really want to do with my life. It's either that or be a supervising editor. So it's essentially work in a very, very, very dark room uh, all day, um, which I'm okay with, or listen to a lot of music and make creative decisions and and have a really important role in like setting the tone of shows. So this entire semester and all these shows are basically a love letter to music supervisors because I love them and you know who you are you know who you are and you know that I love you but I also really love um I really love the uh the job I really love how it makes me feel and the creativity that I get to have in it and yeah so this show is a love letter to music supervisors uh, and other things, you know, it's a, it's, a whole, it's a whole thing. But I actually wrote notes for this one because I have a two-hour show, and today's show is all about the evolution of music in teenage coming-of-age stories. This is my favorite genre of movie and television. Now you're like, Emma, you've watched so much television. Why is this your favorite? First of all, and I hate saying this, this is really, really, really bad, but I'm going to say it anywhere on uh, radio, streaming live. Um... I love genres where I can watch girls be mean to each other because I know in the fictional world it will work out. And, like, that to me is a nice fantasy that, like, I wish happened in real life. So in real, like, in television shows, I'm okay with that um, because it actually shows people growing and changing and, like, it's really great. Um, in real life, that sucks. So the fact that we can um, figure out, uh, we can we can uh, go off that. Anyway, TLDR, I love uh, teenage television and teenage movies. So I wanted my opening show, and I'm very, very, very lucky that it's two hours. The person who usually has a slot had to drop their show, so much love to you. I hope you're okay. Um, but I'm taking their slot tonight, uh, and we're going to listen to some songs that have been featured and used in teenage television and movies. Yes, um, I'm trying to do this in a little bit of chronological chronological order, because I think that's really important to look at the evolution. Uh, that would make sense to me. So... Hmm. Essentially, if we're going to talk about how teenage television started, um, in the 50s, that is when the te when teenagers became a demographic for media to market to. We talked about this in one of my music classes, but the rise of rock and roll and the teeny bopper stereotype became something really important to marketers in order, like that was a, teenagers had pocket money, they could actually buy things, they could buy records, they could buy that sort of thing. So that became a huge demographic. And so television shows started to like, you know, that was also like a big moment in television. You know what I mean? Like late fifties, early sixties, that was like a very, very, very big rise and that sort of thing. Um, and so talk shows used to host bands and have live bands and that sort of thing. And Basically, television was competing with, or movies were competing with a new market. So movies then had to add more music in their, uh, like, score and soundtrack, uh, I guess, both score and existing songs. This is a lot of information in history, but here we go. Um, 
nice first 10 minutes of the show is a little history lesson. Um, but because of that, yeah, they had to bring in more music in movies. So there were sort of these two competing markets that both included music. And the beginning of... I'm going to start this show with a song from Animal House. Uh, because to me, that is... I know there were movies that came before that. Please don't judge me. But to me, that is one of the most classic teenage slash early young adulthood movies in like in history so i'm gonna start with a song from animal house because i think that was a very important time this is twist in the night away by sam cook let me tell you about a place somewhere up a new york way where the people are so gay twist in the night away Trouble on the run Man, you find the old and young Twisting the night away They're twisting, twisting Everybody's feeling great They're twisting, twisting They're twisting the night away Here's a man in evening clothes How he got here, I don't know But Man, you ought to see him go Twisting the night away He's dancing with the chicken slacks She's moving up and back Oh man, there ain't nothing like Twisting the night away They're twisting, twisting Everybody's feeling great They're twisting, twisting They're twisting the night Let's twist the line with the older queen who's dolled up in a diamond rings and twisting the night away man you ought to see her go twisting to the rock and roll here you find the young and old twisting the night away they're twisting twisting man everybody's feeling great they're twisting twisting they're twisting the night one more time All right, that was Twist in the Night Away by Sam Cooke. Um, yeah, so this show is definitely going to have a lot more talking than my usual show, because, uh, or my old show, I guess, because uh, I want to talk about history and my knowledge and the way that things go. Um, so yeah, so and now, uh, for me personally, I'm going to enter the John Hughes era of television, or of movies. Wow, I am really doing great here. I think John Hughes was a very pivotal point in making teenagers feel seen and telling teenage stories in a way that is different from is a little bit less uh I mean they're all still a little happy and shiny and everyone gets a happy ending at the end but they definitely told different stories 
like if you think about the breakfast club like they tell different stories of like heartbreak as opposed to just being romantic and that sort of thing and they get very deep i mean yes they all turn out happy in the end but uh, let's just talk about the fact that the soundtracks in these movies are so good they're fantastic like my next song is a classic and we all know this song and it makes everybody feel good and i think a lot of teen shows and movies um but specifically john hughes movies have really like feel-good soundtracks and whether they're rock and roll or or pop or whatever makes you feel good um i think that they are mostly upbeat mostly happy and like major melodies that sort of thing and i think that john hughes um i don't know he just set a really positive tone and a really relatable tone for um teenagers at the time i believe i was not a teenager at the time so please correct me if i'm wrong Please, like, seriously, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think the John Hughes movies have been, um, excuse me, very, uh, very important to history and teenage history of coming-of-age stories. Anyway, um, I'm also getting some feedback right now. Hi, I love you, Christina. That the stream sounds a little echoey and clicky. Um, I'm waiting on an email back, but I know that streaming has been a little bit unfortunate for people in the past like this week so I believe that has probably already been addressed and might be better next week so I'm sorry if that is hurting your ears or making things not great um I love you I appreciate you listening even through the crackly streamy stuff if you are on campus right now you can go to like iHeartRadio I think and go to like 91.5 FM um I don't know if that will be better I don't know if it's just the broad or just the stream or also the broadcasting we will see Um, But we're going to try and do our best. I plan on, if the recording works, I'm going to maybe put it on Spotify or SoundCloud. And I'll try and clean up the audio. So if you want to play it back, you definitely can. Um, So yeah, this is Don't You Forget About Me by (sighs) Simple Minds. I don't know if there was a thought in front of it. But yes, from the wonderful, beautiful movie, The Breakfast Club.
That was The Edge of Forever by The Dream Academy um, from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful movie. Um, And then obviously, don't you forget about me from The Breakfast Club. Uh, I'm supposed to, I already said said the artist. I apologize. We're doing great. I have three things to say after every song because movies and television shows are important. Um, I might. At some point in the future, uh, actually, shout out the music supervisor who did each one. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. That is a lot of research, and uh, I was very crunched for time on the show. So I think uh, me having notes is a step up from last year. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. So the next song is The Power of Love, which is from Back to the Future, which is just an extremely, it's a powerful song. Let's be fully honest. It's a bop. It sounds great. Um, it's by Huey Lewis and the News. Uh, before I play that, I want to give some shout-outs. I know Cousin Katie is watching. I love you. I appreciate you. Or listening. Wow. Um, <laughs> I love you and I appreciate you. And uh, Grease is coming up next, I promise. Um, thank you to my mother and Carla. I appreciate you. I love you both very much. And I hope you're both doing okay on this wonderful Saturday evening. Um, I love you, Christina. I love you, Isai. Yep, you're all great. I love you. Uh, if you are listening and you've not told me sorry i have to cough (coughs) we're doing great um if you are listening and you've not told me please text me or tell me um because i love you and i would love to give you a shout out because again i say this all the time but every time somebody listens to the show it means the entire world to me because a lot of times i feel like i'm just talking to the void so when people actually listen it means the world and i get super touched and super emotional and super happy so thank you i appreciate you all here is the power of love by huey lewis and the news
by Huey Lewis and the News. Um, what a great band name. Next is Grease Lightning. So uh, I'm not entirely sure of the history of movie musicals. Um, I know that Grease was a movie before it was a musical, which is very in opposition to a lot of ways that um, movies are made today. A lot of times they are made from musicals. If you're going to go even back further to like not teen movies and you want to think about things like... Um, I don't know, like old bro- old Broadway shows, like Cole Porter shows that were made into movies like in the 50s and 40s, etc. Like that is a very cool thing. And I know that that is, um... sorry, I have to cough again. This is fantastic. <coughs> Wonderful. Um, I know that that is, uh, that has changed a lot, I think. Um, but Grease to me is really important because I, 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 in my research, I have not figured out if that, it was not, definitely not the first one to do that, but I don't know if that was like the first very, very, very popular, very influential movie musical. So it's very cool to have people write like a whole like list of, um, or sorry, a whole like repertoire of songs for a movie. That is wonderful. Um, I'm going to do a whole entire show about score and like, scoring movies so do not worry I'll probably do uh, a lot of those or a couple I don't know score is important but specifically for soundtrack and singing that's a big endeavor and I don't actually know if that was the first one uh I don't think it was but it was definitely the in my opinion and in my research the first popular influential movie musical for teenagers wow what a niche anyway here's Grease Lightning because this is my personal favorite uh song from Grease I don't know why there's so many good ones um But yeah, it's my personal favorite. I'm really sorry. But it's great. So here we go. Greased lightning. It's systematic. It's hydromatic. Why it's greased lightning?
Okay, sorry, a little preview uh, of the next song here because I have my um, Spotify on crossfade still. So I'm probably not going to change that. I'm not going to lie because I won't remember how to change it back. But that was Grease Lightning. Beautiful, wonderful song. Uh, I just think it's so poppy and fun. Um, that's why it's my favorite song from the musical. Um, but there are, or slash movie, but there are a lot of wonderful songs in that movie. So bless. We love Grease. Um, next song is our first television song. Now, I know that there are a lot, a lot, a lot of 80s sitcoms that involve teenagers and teenage life, and I know that there were some of them that, like, were a lot more special. Um, I am less familiar with those and less familiar with their soundtracks. Therefore, I have decided to start our little TV journey uh, with Saved by the Bell. Now, Saved by the Bell is wonderful. I love Saved by the Bell. I want to say feel good television but it's not grassy you know what i mean it's like nice like you know like accommodating teenage television yeah they do silly things but that's how it is so actually this is the theme from saved by the bell because the theme from saved by the bell is amazing and i actually sang it when i was like six in a camp curtain call big throwback um, and it was really great. Cam Curtin Call was a riot, by the way. Um, but yeah, this is Saved by the Bell, the theme, because it ages so well, and I would listen to it all the time if uh, given the opportunity and if I did that for myself. When I wake up in the morning and the longest I don't want it, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right, because I'm saved by the bell. Pops a test, I know I'm in a mess And my dog ate all my homework last night Riding low on my chair, she won't know that I'm there If I can hand it in tomorrow, it'll be alright It's alright, cause I'm saved by the bell by the bell simple easy wonderful theme um our next song has been in so many movies and tv shows i have two songs on this playlist that are like in everything and they're almost in order ish but this song has been in so many things that are teen oriented that i don't even i I couldn't even write them all down so this next song is love fool by the cardigans and that includes the boslerm and romeo and juliet uh, Degrassi, The Next Generation, Austin Powers, Daria, the awesome web series, My Mad Fat Diary. If you haven't seen it, please go check it out. It's amazing. Um, Everything Sucks, which we miss her, uh, Netflix original about kids in the 90s. We miss her. I love you, Everything Sucks. It's how Sydney Sweeney got her rise. We love that. Um, and Beverly Hills, 90210. Shout out to my mother. Anyway, this is Love Fool by the Cardigans.
Yep. Uh, I have very little to say about that. Uh, I'm trying to speed up my talking because I talk a lot, and I know that that might be great for some of you, but this is, in fact, a radio show. Now, I know some radio shows are talk shows. I don't know who I am, so I don't think I have the uh, mental energy to classify the show as anything, Um, but I do want to talk a lot more in this show than I did in my last show, and I definitely have already said that, but this next song is, I, I believe... I believe it was either written for 10 Things I Hate About You or it was licensed exclusively to 10 Things I Hate About You. So, um, anyway, the song got its prominence from being in 10 Things I Hate About You, which is a wonderful, fantastic, amazing, and lovely movie based on Taming of the Shrew, uh, set in Seattle or uh, suburb of Seattle, I believe. And yeah, I don't know. It's a great movie. Everyone should watch it. And the song is amazing. Um, I'm in a class right now about narrative identity and someone in my one of my readings was like oh my gosh all like women want in life is to like be wanted and I was like that's what the song is about I don't know if I agree with that but uh it's kind of song provides some very compelling evidence if you really want to take it that way so yeah I agree with that what you will but the song is amazing and here it is
um, I Want You to Want Me by Letters to Cleo. This next song is my second song on this playlist that has been in literally everything. So, this is Dreams by the Cranberries, and Dreams has been in My So-Called Life, aka potentially one of the most underrated television shows of its time, like, in its time. Like, that show is fantastic, and I love watching it today, um, but it was only, like, a season long, and that's really sad to me because it was really good. Um, yeah, it was in My So-Called Life. It was in 90210, shout out. It was in Pen15, which... I don't know if I can say the other, just, just write that word down, um, which is brand new, um, is a wonderful show about these, it's basically these two 30 year old women play their middle school selves and like play out their middle school lives. And yeah, it gets a little weird and creepy at sometimes, but it's on Hulu. You should watch it. It's really funny. Also the original joke about pen 15, uh, in modern culture, at least originated at a high school near where I live. So th- shout out to, uh, Penn High School class of 2015, who made that a viral internet trend. Uh, Also, and in the wonderful, wonderful show Dairy Girls, which I will always promote because it is so funny. It's on Netflix, super underrated, and that show is set in the 90s, and I guess technically Penn 15 is set in the 90s. No, I'm kidding. It is set in the 90s. Um, So this is very much a 90s song. It's very wistful and very pretty, and I think this is a more... I, I, this might actually also be in 10 Things I Hate About You. We'll figure that out. Um, but yeah, I love this song. It's beautiful. It's timeless and it's amazing. Uh, and it sets a very interesting tone for these specific kinds of shows. And I, I believe it's also in movies, but I, I'm a television person. I'm sorry. Anyway, here's Dreams by the Cranberries.
That was Dreams by the Cranberries. Uh, the next song, actually, wait, hold on. Wow, we are all over the place tonight. I'm so excited. My like my excitement is all in my voice, and I'm very happy that I'm on the radio. I miss it. Also, I just got a notification that was like, hey, your ZLY show is in 10 minutes, and I actually have that from last semester, and I never deleted it because I was hopeful that I would get this time slot this semester, and I did, so thank you people watching over me i appreciate it um but yeah uh shout out to my grand who's listening from montreal so i appreciate the dedication i appreciate the love i know cousin katie is listening from far and my mom and my and and christina and isai and carla are all listening from afar and i really appreciate it i love you all so much i really really appreciate it i'm not I'm not kidding. So anyway, um, sentimental things over. This next song is off the uh, the sort of happy little boppy moments um, from a movie that potentially not that many people see unless they are like very angsty teen girls or I don't actually particularly know how popular it was at the time, but it has definitely become a more cult movie. And, uh, yeah, so this is a song by Air, written for the movie The Virgin Suicides. That is a movie I will not describe because it is not yet 10 o'clock and I cannot break FCC code. I love you, FCC, and I promise I will be good. But, yes, that is a great movie. Um, be warned, uh, title is, uh, an appropriate title for the movie. But this song is really, really, really good. I think it captures the sort of angsty, almost, like, pixie dream girl moment that the um the tone of the movie is and again i don't know if i agree with that i don't know if that's a good thing but the song is really good and the song is really good for the movie that it is so here is playground love by air from the movie the virgin suicides
right, that was Playground Love by Air from the movie The Virgin Suicides. Um, I'm actually going to move out of the 90s. So we went 70s, 80s, 90s, and now we're in the 2000s. Uh, this song, I mean, the show premiered before the 2000s, but this particular song happened in 2002, I want to say. This is from the mo- uh, the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Literally in a fantastic show. Would recommend to 2000, 2000, I think, the song. Anyway, would recommend to anyone. It's a great show. There was a movie. I think it was like seven seasons in a movie. That's like Joss Whedon's quote. The best thing Joss Whedon has ever done. Firefly is number two. So, yeah, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, very Veronica Mars in how it shaped individuals and is still really relevant today and there are still like fan communities on the internet for Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the year 2019. I love it. I think it's very empowering and wonderful and great. Uh, So this is Shadows by Four Star Mary. Four Star Mary was the actual band that was supposed to be the character Oz's band so they would like play in the show uh, which uh, if you know anything about music supervision that's really hard to handle. So we love it. It's wonderful. It's great. It makes me happy. So this is Shadows by Four Star Mary.
that was Shadows by Four Star Mary. Um, I'm so excited about this next one. I'm so excited about this next one because guess what? Okay, so <laughs> this is from The O.C. Now, The O.C. is a questionable show. I love The O.C. I think it's so funny. I think it's so silly. It's like one of those teen dramas that's like so... It's kind of like 90210. Sorry, Mom. Um, that is incredibly like silly and wonderful and just like television to watch i've this is so bad i fall asleep to the oc i used to fall asleep to arrested development but the oc is like less engaging for me <laughs> it's less engaging for me i'm sorry to any oc stands i don't want to offend the oc community out there but i think that the oc is the perfect level of like watchable yet still like you can get distracted from it and still know what's going on it's great um this is the theme song from the OC. We love to see it. Uh, it's California by Phantom Planet. The OC also makes me super duper uber sad because um, the OC was filmed in my hometown and essentially everywhere that the OC has filmed, most of it is gone and replaced by like expensive housing or like retail stores or, or it's just really sad. Um, Redondo Diner is still open. We love her. We will fight. I will <clears throat> get mad on this hill. I don't want to uh, offend the FCC. I, I like don't. I don't want to mess up. I'm sorry. I love you. Um, I apologize. But yeah, I. Uh, I. Uh, it makes me very sad that every time I go home, there's another filming location from the OC that is gone. Um, yeah. But we love the Redondo Diner. The Redondo Arcade is going away. That's a questionable place, but I have some childhood memories there. So it makes me sad. Um, but anyway, let's relive the OC and the wonderful work of music supervisor Alexandra Patsavas, who did this and Gossip Girl, which we're going to play later. Also, like, she did so many shows. I don't even want to, <laughs> like, wow, um, power moves. But anyway, yes, this is California by Phantom Planet, the theme song from the OC. We've been on the run, driving in the sun, looking out for number one. California, here we come, right back where we started from. Well, hustlers, grab your guns, your shadow weighs a ton, driving down the 101. California, here we come, right back where we started from, California.
Phantom Planet. Uh, shout out to uh, Hill. I love you. I'm glad this was your favorite song, and I'm glad the stream could load. That makes me really happy. Yay! I didn't. I love the song very much, but like the OC just just makes this a makes us a song, you know. Uh, yeah, we 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 RIP all the OC filming locations that have closed down due to gentrification and capitalism. Anyway, our next song is from Skins. Now, Skins is a UK show. We don't talk about the US version of Skins. That doesn't exist. But the UK version of Skins is an unbelievable show. Uh, it was six seasons and then a seven season that was, like, not really a season. It was, like, hour and a half long episodes based on certain characters. I don't know. Um, but the first two seasons like every two seasons it's like a a cast of characters and there's an episode each season for each character um so each character gets two episodes over the two seasons but they all like work together and it's great and then at the end of that two seasons like it goes on to like the next generation so it's a little bit like Degrassi but it's way darker and like way more dramatic and there's like a lot of uh content that I shouldn't talk about on air that happens um, but there's a really, really, really important scene at the end of season one where the character Tony, uh, gets in a very, very bad accident and basically everybody, uh, in the cast and characters is a mess and everything bad is happening and, like, Tony's barely conscious and, like, everybody's, like, falling apart and they go around and they sing Wild World by, uh, Yusuf slash Cat Stevens and it's brilliant uh it's really good it's a really important moment i personally think it's the most important moment except for maybe like there's an effie moment that really matters in season four but anyway uh i think it's probably one of the best scenes in the entire show and skins is really important and um it had like a big revival in like 2014 and i'm really glad about that in pop culture had a revival so anyway here's wild world by yusuf slash cat stevens in the context of skins uk not us everything to you You say you want to start something new And it's breaking my heart you're leaving Maybe I'm grieving But if you want to leave Take good care Hope you have a lot of nice things to wear but Then a lot of nice things turn bad out there Don't be a bad girl, but if you want to 
Just remember there's a lot of bad and That was Wild World, uh, f- uh, framed in uh, the context of Skins, <laughs> UK, as I've said four times. Uh, not US. Do not watch the US version of Skins. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts and opinions and feelings on that. The next song is... <sighs> Guys, this is like one of my favorite movies of all time. I get so emotional thinking about this. I, like, I don't even know... I... I, I this, this movie changed my teenage experience. It influenced my teenage experience so much. It influenced a lot about how I think about love. Um, I, who was I talking to about this? I was talking to my friend Megan about this and about how like this movie talks about how love is in any form, but specifically in this movie, it is romantic, but I for personally believe in any form needs to be about like growing together as opposed to like loving someone for like like being able to work through things together instead of being like no you're perfect you're amazing you're like the one for me like right now like maybe there are things about the other person that you love that like maybe aren't for you right now and like it's not your job to change them or fix them and obviously I'm not talking about like extreme situations obviously um but I think the 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 aspect of like um love and care and like yeah love does not conquer all love doesn't get you through everything but there are things that you can work out together and life situations that you can conquer together that make you stronger um and the movie i am talking about is juno i love juno so much i adapted juno into a like a literal 10 minute play i love juno so much i love juno so much i it is in my top three movies of all time and for a very 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 long time it was number one and I don't actually know where it is right now because my top three movies of all time are (laughs) very much like in the same level um but yeah I adore adore this movie and the title sequence to this movie is unbelievable so I'm playing All I Want Is You by Barry Luis Polizar um which is the song that is played in the title sequence which is beautiful and animated and I love this movie so much I'm so sorry to geek out over Juno but wow it like gets me emotional even thinking about it I love that movie flower growing wild and free all I'd want is you to be my sweet honeybee and if I was a tree growing tall and green all I'd want is you to shade me and be my leaves Flower growing wild and free, all I'd want is you to be my sweet honeybee. And if I was a tree growing tall and green, all I'd want is you to shade me and be my leaves. All I want is you, will you be my bride? Take me by the hand and stand by my side. All I want is you, will you stay with me? Hold me in 
your arms and sway me like the sea. rumble of your water would be my call if you were the winner i know i'd be the snow just as long as you're with me when the cold winds blow all i want is you will you be my bride take me by the hand and stand by my side all i want is you will you stay with me hold me in your arms and sway me like the sea if you were a wink i'd be a nod if you were a seed well i'd be a pod if you were a floor i'd want to be the rug and if you were a kiss i know i'd be a hug all i want is you will you be my bride take me by the hand and stand by my side all i want is you will you stay with me hold me in your arms and sway me like the sea if you were the wood i'd be the fire if you were the love i'd be the desire if you were a castle i'd be your moat and if you were an ocean i'd learn to float all i want is you will you be my bride take me by the hand and stand by my side all i want is you will you stay with me hold me in your arms and sway me like a sea So, like, not to get emotional on stream, not to get emotional on air, um, because this next song is so silly, like, I can't get emotional. Um, Juno means a lot to me, and I have it memorized. That's what I have to say about that. That was All I Want to See by Barry Luis Pulsar. Let's let's have some fun, shall, shall we? Here we go. So, the next two songs are <laughs> mu- movie musicals, kind of. The first song is from a High School Musical uh, and the High School Musical franchise. It's actually from High School Musical 2 because don't fight me on this. High School Musical 2 has the best soundtrack and storyline of all three High School Musical high, all three High School Musical movies, and I will fight anyone on that. I mean, I'll fight you respectfully, and we'll have a nice conversation. But I get very aggressive about my favorite High School Musical movie. Also, my little sister had the soundtrack, and we would bop to it when we were like young i don't remember what year this came out i want to say 2010 but i'm not sure i know the original one came out in 2008 anyway um yeah so the first song that i'm going to play is fabulous from uh high school musical 2 because fabulous is so good and it's um uh i think it's ashley tistale and potentially lucas grubiel um who sing it uh it's not uh i don't i don't i don't remember who exactly is featured in it but it's mostly ashley tistale the next song is a Glee cover. Now, if I sat here and told you that I was going to play Glee on my radio show like a year ago, I would have been so angry at myself. But this is the best thing, best song in Glee that has ever, like, is the best song in Glee. Like, shout out to Amanda Krieg Thomas, beautiful human, and I love her. Um, basically, yeah. Uh glee uh as opposed to like the glee takes popular songs and makes them their own and sometimes that's wonderful and great and sometimes that's a little questionable but you know what this is the this is better in my personal opinion than if you sat and mashed up these two songs uh in your own little garage band moment so these next two songs are fabulous from high school musical and rumor has it slash someone like you by the glee cast but it's mostly uh 
uh, uh, Naya Rivera and Amber Lee Riley. So let's go. By clouds of gray, low skies of blue. I dip in the pool, I trip to the spa, endless days in my chaise, the whole world according to moi. Excuse me. Thank you. Iced tea imported from England. Lifeguards imported from Spain. Towels imported from Turkey. And Turkey imported from Maine. We're gonna relax and renew. You go do. I want fabulous. That is my simple request. All these fabulous. Bigger and
Again, as I said before, the only Glee cover I will ever play on this show. Yeah, no, I think Glee, both Glee and High School Musical were super duper uber influential. I think High School Musical, okay, I'm a stan for both, um, like, the Double Dutch movie. I don't know why I can't remember the name of the Double Dutch movie. I'm so sorry. And Lemonade Mouth on Disney, also Camp Rock. But I think that High School Musical really launched Disney Channel into a different level um, for teenagers and uh tweens and young people because i think that it definitely like i was 10 when high school musical came out and i think that it really uh had like a it had like a i don't know a spark of life it was very like hey naive high school like wonderful great i think it was just like the songs were so catchy and i would get together and like sing them with my friends it was really great um so i think that that definitely had a big influence on that like in in that moment of time and i also think that glee had a really 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 big impact on individuals. Now, Glee is a interesting show. It's funny. It is a moment. You have to say that. It is truly a moment. Um, sorry, the mic just slipped. Um, it is truly a moment in time. I'll never forget it. It is a moment. Um, but I think some things about, like, having a very openly gay character, like, having, like, issues that were not really discussed that I'm not, again, not going to talk about on air because they are a little bit explicit. Um, on the show it was really important and yeah there were a bunch of catchy songs and they exposed children to new music and it was great um, but it also had an element of like leadership and discussion specifically with having an openly LGBTQ character um, actually two three five <coughs> I don't know um, but like you have Kurt you have 
uh, uh, Darren Chris, you have Brittany, you have Santana, you have, um, you have like multiple trans characters, you like unique and like, it's just wonderful. And it's really, um, it really did a lot for like for the time period and for like the the reach that it had and the in the songs that they played it did a lot for like the lgbtq community in terms of like being able to look up to people um this song that particular mashup means a lot to me because of when i watched it and what happens in the show after that so we love it also it's really good like to me that's the best song glee ever did but like <laughs> that's my personal opinion anyway uh the next song is a little bit of a change in tone as they all are uh this is bad reputation <clears throat> which is from the movie Easy A with Emma Stone. A funny movie, an interesting movie. I don't know. A lot of people just really like that movie. I think that movie's a lot like House Bunny where you like remember it and you're like, oh my gosh, that movie was so good. It's not really a movie people remember often, but then like when they remember it, they're like, oh my gosh, I should watch that movie again. So here is Bad Reputation from Easy A. I also think that, that um, 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 this song really uh, complements the tone of the movie like very, very, very well. And um, I think that this has been used in a lot more teen moments. Uh, I just think Easy A is influential and powerful. The international implications that this has, if you will. Um, so yeah, here's Bad Reputation by Avril Lavigne. And I do want to note that it is after 10 p.m. So I'm going to play a song that has the word damn in it because it is after 10 p.m. and I don't believe that falls under obscene content as by the FCC. Please correct me if I'm wrong. You are listening to WZLY Wellesley. Here's Bad Reputation by Avril Lavigne.
All right, that was Bad Reputation by Avril Lavigne. And yes, I am fully aware that that song was initially by Joan Jett, um, but the Avril Lavigne version was the one that was in the show. So I'm sorry. The Joan Jett version was in 10 uh, Things I Hate About You, which is wonderful and great. Um, or in the movie, sorry. Wow. Uh, I told you I'm a television-oriented human. I'm sorry. I also wanted to mention that we reached like 22 uh listeners which makes me really happy because i know a lot of you are actually listening in groups with like three or four people that makes me so happy guys that's like 30 people and i know that that doesn't sound like a lot but again i really care when people listen even if it's just like one person shout out isai but like literally it makes me so happy and so like to hear that on my first show that it makes me really happy and like with a new show and a new theme like thank you thank you thank you i love it thank you so much Anyway, this next song is from Gossip Girl. Wow, the international implications that their show has. Um, I guess it's being rebooted, question mark? I don't know. In my mind, I've always wanted to reboot like an LA version of Gossip Girl with YouTube influencers. To me, YouTube influencers are the most psychologically interesting human beings in the entire world. Like not even Instagram influencers, like YouTube influencers. It's very bizarre. I don't know how I feel about it. Anyway, that is my uh, theory, conspiracy allegedly. However, comma, I think that... uh, I think that uh, I'm, I've been beaten to the punch. Also, I think that there are definitely shows like that that exist on, like, YouTube Originals, YouTube Red. So, like, it'd be like that sometimes. Um, but, yeah, this next song is from Gossip Girl, which was music supervised by the same person as The O.C., a.k.a. Alexandra Patsavas. We love. We stan. Um, I'm sorry I don't have music supervisors for everyone. I will try my best next time to do better, and I love you all. I appreciate all your hard work. I know it's a hard job. Um... So this is apologized by One Republic and Timbaland. Have fun. I'm holding on your rope, got me ten feet off the ground. And I'm hearing what you say, but I just can't make you sound. Tell me that you need me, then you go and cut me down. But wait, tell me that you're sorry, didn't think I'd turn around.
right, that was Apologize by One Republic and Timbaland. Uh, I'm running a little short on time, so I'm just going to kind of go through these. I'm so sorry. I wish I could talk more, but I've already been talking for like an hour and 40 minutes. So y'all are like, what the heck? Um, this is Asleep by The Smiths. I don't know if I'll play the entire thing. It's so long, um, but this is featured very heavily in Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is an interesting movie, an interesting book. Uh, not to be that person, but I really like the book a lot more than the movie, but the movie was also very, very, very good, and this is a very, very, very fitting song for the movie. This song is sad as heck, so here's the Sleep by the Smiths. Sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep, I'm tired and I, I want to go to bed, sing me to sleep. Sing me to sleep And then leave me alone Don't try to wake me in the morning Cause I will be gone Don't feel bad for me I want you to know of my heart I will feel so glad to go Sing me to sleep Sing me to sleep I don't want to wake up on Dramatic. Uh, 
sorry abby if you're listening i uh cut that short because uh that song just kind of plays in the music box and i love that but i'm running short on time so the next song is should i stay or should i go by the clash we love the clash in this house i love the clash uh i'm not really sure why this is their most popular song there i have so many london calling like come on like um i don't know they're just really 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 good sorry somebody's opening the door um but yeah the should i stay or should i go should i go i initially chose for stranger things um but it's been in everything it's been in john hughes movies it's been in like uh, other tv shows i mean it's been in a lot of things but uh it's very 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 prominent in stranger things which is a new coming of age moment for like gen late gen z like late gen z and early gen alpha which makes me (laughs) very uncomfortable but like that's a whole other conversation so yeah this is should i stay or should i go by the clash to let me know Should I stay or should I go If you say that you are mine I'll be here till the end of time So you got to let me know Should I stay or should I go It's always tease, tease, tease You're happy when I'm on my knees One day is fine and next is black So if you want me off your back Well come on and let me know Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go now? Decisions bugging me. If you don't want me, set me free. Exactly whom I'm supposed to be. Don't you know which clothes even fit me? Come on and let me know. Should I cool it or should I blow? don't want to run into the next person show um but yep uh 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 stranger things etc 
wonderful, wonderful, wonderful song. Uh, we recommend for any moments that you need to feel like a bad <coughs> in your life. Um, this is The Killing Moon, uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. So this song has been in a lot as well, but I particularly cho- chose this song because I want to talk briefly about 13 Reasons Why. Now, 13 Reasons Why is an interesting show. Uh, love It or Hate It is, it is a show, and Love It or Hate It, you have to admit that the soundtrack to this show is so good like the soundtrack to the show is absolutely unbelievable and i don't care if you watch the show i don't care if you don't watch the show you should listen to the soundtrack slash playlist slash all the songs that are put together for it uh they brought billy eilish to fame they brought charlotte lawrence to fame they brought a lot of people to fame i mean billy eilish is famous but like they, she, she got more famous because of 13 reasons why it's very confusing uh they're gonna bring jadri mossy to fame i can tell i can tell i know it i can feel it jadri mossy is fantastic would recommend i'm going to play him later anyway This is The Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunny Man. Again, might cut this one short as well. Here we go. Against your will Through the thick end 
yourself today. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm running so short on time, but I really want to play these last two songs really badly, and I don't want to run over into Brianna's show. We stand, and I don't want to do that. Um, so, this is Strawberries and Cigarettes, which is written tri- by Troy Sivan, uh, or performed by Troy Sivan. I can ask Cap that, which we really want to get there. Um, but it's in Love, Simon, and we love Love, Simon. Uh, love, Simon was super important for... Uh, uh, I don't know. It was like nice LGBTQ plus representation. It was really great. Um, there are some problems with Love, Simon, but we can talk about that at a later time. Um, Love, Simon is getting rebooted into a TV show for Disney Plus. I want to say Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, Strawberries and Cigarettes is a great song. I believe it was written for Love, Simon and not for Troye Sivan's personal album, which is great. Um, but yes, here's Strawberries and Cigarettes by Troye Sivan. Remember when we first met, you said light my cigarette. So I lied to my mom and dad I jumped the fence and I ran But we couldn't go very far Cause you locked your keys in your car So you sat and stared at my lips And I could already feel your kiss All nights and daydreams Sugar and smoke rings I've been a fool For strawberries and cigarettes Always taste like you Headlights on me Strawberries and Cigarettes by Troye Sivan, written 
for Love Simon. Um, also, um, I have the wonderful Brianna in with me right now. Um, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna's show is next, and uh, I believe uh, it's Evolution of Punk tonight. So you should stay tuned and listen because that sounds literally wonderful, and I'll probably listen when I get back to my room. So yay! Um, but yeah, so this last song. Oh, uh, Brianna also mentioned that uh, Killing Moon is in Donnie Darko, and I forgot about that. So thank you. We love a good uh, moment. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so loud outside. Um, so this last song is from Euphoria, which to me is one of the best uh, teen uh, uh, coming-of-age things in the last, like, t- 10 years. It's so good. It's on HBO. It's wonderful. Zendaya slaps. Sam Levinson did a beautiful job. And who else did a beautiful job is Labyrinth, who composed this So So he not, only did he, bleh, not only did he compose, like, whole vocal songs, but he also composed, like, little instrumentals with, like, stuff in it you know what i mean like nice little like vocal trills and like cute things um anyway that album came out on friday so we're gonna play the most iconic song from this album which is still don't know my name so i'm gonna say goodbye um uh 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 right now so the song can play and you and brianna has the floor um thank you so much for listening i love you all um enjoy your weekend enjoy your night enjoy your week and i will see you next week be good to yourselves be good to each other and be good to the world love you so much here is still don't know my name by labyrinth from euphoria i did things to your own and lovers would do in the dark it made you a god Folks and preachers would tell me I did wrong, but hey, I made a nigga flip. What do I say to make me exist? Oh, stranger. Right now